We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. With the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell. Tackle, Oregon. Touchdown, yes! Detroit Lions! DJ Hawkins, yes! they did it! They tied it! They're an extra point away from winning this game! Oh, baby, how big is All right, we're back on part two of our bonus content. Enjoy. So I kind of want to get into now the linebackers of what's going on there. So th- this was on Nick Baumgartner, who also works for The Athletic. He works alongside with Chris Burke, and I was just reading his article today. Um, so he said, put Jelani Tavai on top of the list for players to watch on Saturday at Ford Field's practice slash scrimmage. This is quote for quote. A lot of the same negatives keep popping up in his game, too hesitant to seal off a gap, shaky in coverage, and et cetera. And then there's glimpse of hope are glass half wait. And the glimpse of hope are glass half full glass half empty right now. So I guess Jelani Tavai's been, you know, still struggling and hasn't really had much of an improvement from, you know, what we've heard in early camps right now. So, you know, he he's he's a guy that, you know, this is going to be a big preseason for him as well, I think, because this wasn't a, a regime that obviously drafted him either. So, you know, if he's having the same problems that we remember Jelani Tavares, that could be an issue. I mean, I'm just going to quote Dennis Green here. Um, Jelani Tavares, you know, he is who, who we thought they were, who we thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was hope. I mean, I, you know, I'm giving everybody a fresh start because our, our um, coaching staff was so awful last year. I'm giving everybody a fresh start. Yeah, I'm even I'm even positive on Jeff Okuda. I'm positive on Will Harris, who that's another guy who they're saying who's playing very well in the in the secondary. But I was even I was hoping that you know maybe July Tavai could come together, you know. But I think he just is who who we who we see him out to be. I think it, there's just really nothing you could do. I mean, yeah. if is is it's a simple either you have speed or you don't have speed. Are you able to play sideline to sideline or are you not able to play sideline to sideline? And even like. During his combine in college, he wasn't. I mean, he ran like a damn near four nine. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it, it just he wasn't gonna. Even though he lost like what thirty four, thirty pounds, twenty pounds, thirty pounds, he wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna see that much of a. Wow, that guy's. He you know now now we see why we drafted him in the second round. Like it, that wasn't gonna happen. 
So and he, and he never came from like a big university too, where we could like base off like his film off that. He came from Hawaii, exactly. so it wasn't like he was playing much of a talent. You know, it's a big talent gap from Hawaii to the NFL. It, it is, it is like his speed. Even though he was slow, it was probably like compared, you know, com- comparable to everybody's speed in in Hawaii. Well, because he played, <laughs> okay. he played every position, every linebacker position. He played the he jack, did. he played the mic, he played the same. He played everywhere. According to Patricia, I, I don't like saying that name, but according to him, he's, he's very versatile. He's very versatile. He could, he could play any linebacker. You could put him anywhere. But, like, realistically, like, what is his role in the NFL? Like, what's his best position? Um, he, I mean, maybe water? Spe- water special special teams, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what is his best position? He, I mean, maybe he could be a good special team player, you know? Maybe. I, I don't know. I just, I don't see him being a, having a big role. Yeah, like I see um, Pittman actually having a bigger role than him, and your boy has also been out. Um, the linebacker, who's my boy? Oh, Guys, Reeves Maven. Yeah, Reeves Maven. He, yeah, he, yeah, he was he was on COVID protocol. Yeah, yeah. So he has he even practiced yet or no? He was on the field today, but didn't, I don't think practice. So he should be back. I feel like he might be back as soon as tomorrow. That Ford Field scrimmage game. Okay, but I think they're gonna take it slow with him. I don't think they're gonna rush him out there. No, I mean, he hasn't been out there in a minute, so. Exactly. I don't know if but he man, actually caught COVID. I don't know if he actually caught it. Or I, I think he was just in protocol, but he might have yeah. actually gotten the virus. I don't know exactly. Could have could have just been in close contact. You never know. But, um, yeah. I think it's going to be tough for Jelani Tavai. I think Jelani Tavai, like, like, um, like that guy reported, I think he, we, he's a, a guy we should definitely be looking at during these preseason games because he's a guy whose job is not safe. The only thing with the July to Vice, I just don't know who steps in and takes the job. I know I mentioned Pittman. last episode that I guess the Pittman could make sense. Um, I mentioned Sean Dion Hamilton from Washington. That was, I guess, a, a guy to watch guy. for when the pads came on. Uh, but like a guy like Derek Barnes, I just don't know how much of a role he has year one. Um, and then Reeves Maven, I think he could have a bigger role on this defense. So I guess that's possible. So. Yeah, it would yeah, have to be like a guy tough. like uh, Anthony. It would have to be like a guy like an Anthony Pittman or a Sean Dion Hamilton. I think it would have to be both of them, honestly, to step up. Both, and, you know, yeah, bo- prove that they can be better than Tavai. I think yeah, both, both of them. Deserve. Yeah, both of them would have to make it. I think in order to seal Tavai's to feet. Because, like, I mean, there's not really much in the linebacker core right now because, you know, you have Jamie Collins who's going to make this team. You have Antelone, who you assume is going to probably make this team. Derek Barnes will obviously make this team. Um, and then Reeves Maven's another guy you probably assume makes the team, but that's not that's not even a guarantee. And after that, it's like, you know, who, who do you have? I mean, does a Sean Dion Hamilton, who's had, I guess, a good camp so far, does he step up? Um, like an Anthony Pittman, who's been in the system for now this is going to be his third season, does he step up? The rest is just a bunch of un, uh, undrafted free agents. you got like a Tavante Beckett. You got uh, who else? Uh, the McGarry or McRae? Uh, let me see. Robert McRae, that's his name is. That's another linebacker. So not really much. You know, it's really based off in the linebacking core. So I think there's going to have to be one of these. There's going to have to be a couple of these guys that are going to have to kind of step up if they want to take um, a July Tavares spot on this roster, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think I think it's honestly Sean Dion Hamilton and um, Anthony Pittman. And Pittman. I think yeah, I those are the that. guys. Who, those are the guys who you got to look at, um, because if I see if both of those both of those guys make it, and those are guys who, 
Anthony Pittman probably, you know, in camp, probably been one of our better linebackers in camp is from what, what I'm seeing on the reports that he's making yeah. plays. He got an interception. He's breaking up plays. He almost had another interception the other day. So they're saying that he's playing like the way um, Dan Kenman wants our linebackers to play. Yeah. You know, he's able to drop back coverage because he's able to, you know, come up with stuff to run. He, he's able to do it all. So Anthony Pittman, Sean Dion Hamilton, they make the roster. I think we say bye-bye to July to five. Now, I don't see how he makes it. Yeah. I mean, unless he I, balls out. I mean, I don't, I don't know. We've talked about it too that um, in this system you're not going to necessarily have so many linebackers out there because you're going to have guys like Romeo and Trey kind of play the outside linebacker role as well. So you're not going to have too many of these traditional linebackers on the field as as much because you're going to have Collins out there, and then you know you got to assume a guy like Anzalone or Ribs Maven or Barnes and those guys are going to get get kind of mixed in. So. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how many linebackers, true linebackers they end up actually carrying on this on this roster. So, you know, I think it'll Could be five. I see. I think it'll be five, maybe six. If it's five, it, it might just take it, it might just take one guy to beat a Jelani to five. If it's mm-hmm. six, then I think you need a Pittman and both the Sean Dion Hamilton to to you know outplay a, a Tavai. Yeah, and it might come down to who who could play special teams as well. You know, oh yeah, you know Jalen Reeves Maven. It's one of our better linebackers that special teams. For sure. So he might have the upper edge over a lot of these guys. Now, if Anthony Pittman could ball out in de- on defense and play special teams, mm, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how Jelani Tavai is with special teams. So that that's going to be something to see as well. Yeah, I mean, he's never been – I mean, he's usually on the special teams unit. Like, he's been on it his first two years. But, you know, nothing really, like, significant. He's going to be the last person to, reach, <laughs> to return, man. No, I like pass him. I mean, John Fox is gonna put. He's gonna kick the ball off, and you can see John Fox pass him. I think. Shit. I think special teams is hard to judge. I, I just, I'm not a good evaluator with that, so I'm not gonna get in too deep. Into yeah, me it. neither. So it's, it's, it's tough. So I, I've never seen anything significantly like eye opening with Tavai, but I've never seen anything like wow. I've never seen him play. He's played. No, he, I've seen him play before. I've definitely seen, him, seen play him play special teams. Okay. I just, I, I don't know how to judge special teams and like grade that stuff. So I'm not going to get into all that. All right. Um, but talking about the special teams, you know, obviously no Jamal Agnew this year, so we're going to have a kick returner and punt returner battle. And uh, from the very, you know, walkthroughs or walkthroughs, so they, there's not really much to watch out there. But I did get to watch some special teams. So oh, okay. as far as uh, kick returns, it looked like it was first they started off with Khalif Raymond, and then that that's expected. And then after, it was Victor Bolden. So Victor Bolden, man, I, I, I'm really intrigued to see what he could do, man. I want to see if he could be more as a receiver. And if he could be a, a legitimate receiver for this team, maybe outplay a Khalif Raymond for the receiver spot. Maybe they choose a Victor Bolden to be the, the returner if he could offer the versatility to play both positions, you know, at a higher level, if he could be a more steady receiver for this team than just a, a kick and punt return, you know? I hope not. And I'm just saying that because um, Khalif Raymond's faster. Um, yeah. He's a more, I say, a more deep threat in the passing game offensively than a Victor Bolden. I think Khalif Raymond's a solid 4-3 guy. So he's a guy who could boom, take off. So I'm, I'm really hoping it's Khalif Raymond. As far mm-hmm. as um, winning that that kick return role, as far as a punt return, I'm hearing different stories. Um, we might have two separate guys. We might have a 
a kick returner, and we might have a guy doing the punt returns because they're saying um, our rookie, Amon Ross St. Brown, is looking, you know, looking very nice <laughs> as far as returning punts. I wouldn't saying, do that personally. I wouldn't either. But, I mean, if he's able to make a guy miss, I mean, sometimes, like, a lot of a lot of rookies play that role. They know, do. They, 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 they play that role that, you know, they could play, you know, the, the nickel or the whatever position and, and, you know, maybe return punts. You know, we seen go to Tate do it, you know, his, his younger years. A lot of guys do it. You know, Wells Welker, guys do it. So I'm not really too concerned about that, but they're saying him and um Tom Kennedy is another guy looking very nice in open field when they, when they return these punts. Uh-huh. So that is another guy who you definitely want to look at as far as, you know, returning punts. And Tom Kennedy's a guy who I've been, I liked him for a while. And he's just a guy who I always say, you know, you have that guy you can't get rid of. You know, every TK. year, yeah, TK, like you, you just, one of those guys you can't get rid of. Like every time you like, you know, he does. He's not good enough to. Wasn't good enough to make the roster, but they always end up keeping him. Practice squad, you know. So let's see what he could do now. And I, I like him in the slot. He's shifty. Um, he's a very nice. I think. I think he's a solid route runner as far as in the slot. So. I'm interested to see what he's able to do too. I think he's, if I take a guess as one of those guys who's going to have a hell of a preseason, like one of those, like we always have those guys who have a solid preseason. I think it's going to be Tom Kennedy. I think he's going to be, and I want to be surprised. He led the, the, the team in receptions in preseason. I'm going to say that again in preseason. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I can't, <laughs> I'm interested to see what he's, what he does, man. TK kind of reminds me of like the modern day, not that this is like not even not modern, but like he reminds me of like this. This team's version of Jace Billingsley, they're my, they're very similar to me. You think so? You know, I, I say this all the time. I get like Wes Welker vibes, and and that that's that's very high expectation. Wes Welker was an amazing slot receiver, um, but that's the type of vibes I get from Tom Kennedy because he's you know he has a size. He's only five ten, you know, one hundred ninety pounds. He's you know short, small, shifty guy. So that's why I get those Wes Welker vibes. And I think that you know who knows. Who so knows what his potential is? I'm just curious. Be honest with me. So if you could remember, when we had Billingsley, what would you think of Billingsley back in the day? Same thing. I mean, I was a, I was a big fan of, of Jace. Okay. Because, like, I, I view them pretty similarly, honestly. Like, they're, like, they could be guys who could fill up on game day if you need a, a nickel receiver. Yeah. But they're not necessarily guys I'm counting to make the team. Yeah, from from the get go, it's, it's because I mean, even though people say, yeah, the receiving core is weak and this is the weakest part of our team, I think we have, like, if I had to grade like all these receivers instead of having like, oh, we don't have any A plus receivers, okay, let me put that out there, we don't have any A plus receivers, but I think we have solid B's <laughs> going down the board, and I'm okay with that, and I, I think Tom Kennedy's like a C receiver, so that's that's the reason why I don't see him making making the team but is he guided that i do see making the practice squad i i think it's tough to to only care because i don't think tk could play the outside i think it's tough to absolutely if, not if, if you're only not. if you're limited to only playing the nickel you're gonna have to do something else with this team than just be a nickel receiver you know you have yeah, to offer as, more as far as punt return yeah maybe if you could win the return job that would make the only reason for him making the team so i agree with you there yeah, and there's another guy. There's a few guys who I'm just interested to see. I heard um Chad Henson had had been solid as well. Yeah, Chad Henson. Um, who are some other guys that I'm, I'm trying to think of? Like, cause I, you know, like the way they do like their rotations, just doing one on one drills, like receivers and like DBs. They all do their drills. 
you know, there's like there's usually that order of guys, like, and that's usually like the orders of what the depth chart kind of is right now. So like Terrell Williams like gets catch the ball first, and then it's Brashad Perriman, and then number three was it wasn't who you think it would be. It wasn't a Cephas. It wasn't an Eamon Ross and Brown. I'm trying to think who it was. Who's another veteran that we got in this receiving core? It was a veteran, you said? Was it, um, let me think. Veterans. Look at, I'm looking at this depth it chart. Um, it wasn't Allison, right? It wa- No, it was. That's who exactly it was. It was actually, it, it was Gmo. So Gmo was like number three in line. Then it was St. Brown. Then I think it was Cephas. And then it went to like some of the other guys, like Sage Sherrod, I think was after that. And then it went to TK and all those guys after Bolden. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, um, I just can't wait to see how, the, how they perform. I know oh, we, yeah. we were talking about special teams and we were talking about some wide receivers a bit. So I just want to just talk about another wide receiver. And this is like one of, probably one of my favorite guys on this roster, on this wide receiving roster, our rookie, Mon Rossi Brown. Yeah. He's been fun, man. He from every all the reports, man, he's looking like the best guy. Like even when um our number one corner's on him, Jeff Okuda. I heard they had a hell of a battle. Yeah, I heard they've had a hell of a battle. Now that that could mean two things. That could mean either two things. Either Amon Ray Brown Amon Ross St. Brown is the real deal and he has star potential. Or Jeff Okuda may not be the guy who we think he is. And, and I'm saying that as far as, as far as, as far as he, I'm saying that because if he's, if he's going back and forth with Amon Ross St. Brown's our rookie. And if he's not, who, if he's not that guy who, yeah, he's going to be a star in the league. It, he might struggle against actual real stars. Cause Jeff Cruz is going to be playing against one-on-one against, you know, the number, one, Adams. The, the number one receivers every week. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not sure how they're going to play the defense. I'm not he, I'm not saying he's going to be playing, be playing man coverage, but he he's going to be lined up in front of those guys every week. So yeah. if, he's, if he's struggling against Amon Rossi Brown who just say if if he is playing like a rookie or he might be the best receiver but you know maybe he's not that, you know, wow, you know? Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it can mean two things. But I I, I just like what I see, man, from Amon Rossi Brown. Amon, I mean, the, the the way they've been battling, and from all the reports that I'm reading, there's been some tough stuff. And, like, they, they're saying he had a hurdle today. He hurdled over him um, today. And I, I just can't wait, man. I, I am big on Amon Ross St. Brown. I, I went out and said, you know, prior that I think he's going to be our 1,000-yard receiver this year. So I just can't wait to see what happens, man. I think we got to mention, too, with Amon, Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown is that his – his mentality and his attitude, man. Like this dude is a football player. I mean, he's he's taking these practices to heart. He's taking them really seriously, and he, he's putting his heart into it, man. Like yeah. other day, he got into a little scrap with rookie Fatu Malafangu. He's been going back and forth with uh, Jeff Akuda, who's a guy we're we're really high on, or at least I'm really high on. I don't know about you, but a guy I'm really high on. I, I, I'm I'm actually, you uh, know what? I, I'm intrigued with Jeff Akuda. I'm very intrigued with Jeff Akuda. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and this is going back to, you know, my mindset with this whole defense and I actually hit like a reset. It, you know, it hit me like, all right, our coaching staff last year was pathetic. You know, yeah. every, from top to bottom was pathetic. And it, it, it you know, I, I'm giving all these guys a fresh start and that includes Jeff Fukuda. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a guy who's, I'm hoping that he does 
turn out to be that guy? Because if he is, man, I think this whole defense takes a level up if, if he does become that guy. So that's why I'm interested to see. And also, um, I'm on Ross St. Brown, man. I just, he just has that. He's, he doesn't have a rookie mindset. I can tell you that, man. His, his confidence is at probably all time high. Um, he's, you know, he's able to, and from the reports, he's, he's, you know, going back and forth with Jeff Kuda, who's supposed to be our number one, our number one corner. So that's giving this guy a boost of confidence. Like, all right, I'm able to catch balls on our number one corner. So if, if Jeff Kuda is a real deal and I'm playing against other guys, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to work. Yeah. So I think his confidence is sky high right now. So I'm, I just can't wait to see him ball. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, yeah, so Sam Brown's another guy that, you know, he's been really fun to watch out. I think the biggest winners or the, you know, the most like guys who are just, you know, really impressing in camp right now. I'd say we have three guys right now. And I think we got Amon Rice and Brown. I think Julian Aquara is one of them. And I think Akuda is a third guy. I think those are the three most, I think those are like the three guys that we've heard the most positive stuff throughout the whole camp process. Yeah. And then Jeff Akuda, the reason why Jeff Akuda's name is mentioned because they're saying he seems like a totally different guy. Yeah. And that just that just shows you how shitty our coaching staff was last year, man. That just, I, just shows how how shitty it was. I mean, Akuda as a rookie's even said like how much different it is, and like it just he you know he's talked you know even bad about of the course. previous regime, and that was only one year. Of course, like you could tell how he's like attached to AP's hip. Yeah, this year, he who was he gonna who was he gonna rely on his rookie year? Who wow. who, who was a coach that he was gonna attach to, to, to their hip? I can't think of the guy's first name. I know the last game was Gregory. What was the guy's first name? I I I don't even know. I just know that he got fired. And yeah, well, as yeah, he, he should. <laughs> as he should have. These yeah. guys were awful. That that the whole staff was it was terrible. I'm trying to think, like who was like even on that staff? Like obviously Daryl Bevel. Um I, I, was, I think Daryl Bevel was the only bright spot. And he Daryl Bevel earned my trust and my respect when they fired 
the two clowns. I know, man. You you liked Bevel a lot. I like Bevel a lot. I was actually um saying that you know I was advocating that he should you know maybe get the head coaching job that as good as he did. And I think he's gonna right now. I know he's in Jacksonville. He's an OC in Jacksonville, and I I know he's gonna put in work. I know with that offense in Jacksonville, I know they're gonna put in work. He brought a lot of guys from our team. He brought Agnew. Yeah, he, he brought Marvin. They followed him. They followed him. Yeah, he brought yeah, two. Agnew two followed him. Marvin Jones followed him. They know. They know what they know what he's gonna bring to the table. They got and Trevor they, Lawrence yeah. now. Yep. So that's so. that's that's cool, man. I mean, but yeah, that 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 staff was bad. There's nobody defensively that Jeff Okuda could lean on like he is with AP right now. Yeah, and and, and I think it, this is completely off topic. I don't know if this is a me problem right now or a, a Spotify green room problem right now, but my screen is like completely frozen right now. Oh and no, you have the same issue I had last time, bro. Like is it I spinning? Could, no, it's like I could talk to you, but like it says like to create a room right now and everything. I'm trying to even click like go live, but like it's not working. Oh Lord! So it looks like that we may not be able to <laughs> bring people up. No, yeah, oh, I, I don't, I don't even see that screen right now. I, yeah, yep, bro, that happened to me when I was recording like a couple of weeks ago, and we had to end the show. It was just me and Pierre. My screen just went out, and I was like, "Oh no, this is not so, good." So is this show gonna save? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's gonna save. Okay. Yeah, like, it's still recording. It's still recording. So we all good. We, we so- gotta finish it up. I said the only way I think I can end this is if I like exit out of the whole app, like you know, like minus and everything. I think that's yeah. the only way I can get out of this because it's like, all good. It's all I've, good. But so, so listeners, um, unfortunately, because of Tyler's uh <laughs> situation, room, yeah. it's just, it's we, we may not be able to we may not be able to um have you guys up. But if you do have a question, you can always write in the chat. I can you could, read them. could you you could see the chat because I can't see the chat. I, I, I can see the chat. So if okay. you have any questions, I just write them in the chat. And we will do our best to answer it as the show goes on. Okay. So I yeah, I now, just want to I just want to get that out there real quick. No, you're you're good, man. Now, um, this is a big one. This is a big one, and this is our quarterback position. Yeah, I've been hearing a bunch of ups and downs on this one. What what have I know? You're there Thursday. Did did you see anything in particular with Jared Goff that was like okay? I, I know the walkthrough. Did they? Did, they, did he toss it around? I have a good. I have a funny moment about Jared Goff, or actually a good moment about Jared Goff. Okay, so this is after practice. <laughs> this is after practice. This is after practice. So this was yeah. okay. This wasn't during practice. This is after practice. Okay. So right. this year, this year, no pictures, no autographs. But the Lions are actually doing a kind of cool thing because obviously you don't got that same interaction that you're used to getting. So the Lions are bringing some mini footballs, right? And th- these guys are signing them, and then they're just tossing them in the stands. So, you know, most of the guys are just, you know, underhanding them, throwing them in the stands. By the way, I want to say I am still a little salty because I got robbed of a DeAndre Swift signed football. Someone robbed oh, wow. me completely. Someone just well, knocked they, it out. Of, they, someone they, just, they, they, they got so, a pick six on you? Not a pick six. It was literally a PBU. It was going – Swift looks oh, at right at me, throws it at my direction. This guy just knocks it down. The guy doesn't even get it. Some other old guy gets it, and I, we both don't even get it. And wow. I'll, I'll look at him and said, "Wow!" I'll be like, "Wow, wow, 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 bro! Thanks, thanks, thanks a lot." <laughs> I'll be like, like, "Shit!" I, I I got Swift's attention, and everything. I'm like, "Damn, I'm about to get a DeAndre Swift football," but no, okay. But Jared Goff, 
was treating these was was treating this like was like a legitimate practice with these with these tosses in the stands, man. He was throwing some dimes out there in the stands. He was throwing oh. some bullets, man. He was throwing some oh. bullets. Oh, okay. So that's the best we saw. That's the best you saw of Jared Goff um, throwing <laughs> the goddamn football when was he was fu- throwing to the goddamn stands. Now, before you get into that, uh, I'm going to give a quick timeout. A shout out to my boy Anonymous. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> he actually caught a Jared Goff football and oh. he posted it on Twitter. Shout out to off. shout out to my dog Anonymous. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> okay, so he, yeah, okay. <laughs> It, it had to, it had to be a nice catcher. He was playing deep because Jared Goff was throwing these boys row row one, row two. He was throwing to the last row on the bleachers. He was so don't, don't don't worry, anonymous. I got you, dog. So this is what happened. This is how I picture it. So Jared Goff, he actually you know dropped back and he launches it, <laughs> and then anonymous like dead ass reach out one hand, Odell Beckham style, caught that <laughs> shit with three fingers, backed it up. That's how he got. That's how he got his. That's how he got his uh, signed football. Am I right or wrong, anonymous? Put in the chat. If I'm right or wrong. Is he in here? I can't see who's in the <laughs> he's, chat. He's here. He's oh, here. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the best I saw Jared Goff. I mean, the Thursday I walked there, there was really nothing to ride home from. I mean, it was just a bunch of check downs with very minimal coverage. Okay. There wasn't okay, much so to see. He put, he put, he kicked two kids out the way. Oh, no. One with a little girl. God damn it. <laughs> 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 you see. You see, I, 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 I that's could, tough, man. I could have done that with the DeAndre Swift thing. That I is tough. I could have pushed the guy off. I wasn't gonna do all that. that I didn't. Care. Like, I, he kicked two kids out the way. Kicked them. <laughs> Come on, anonymous. <laughs> it's for the kids, man. It's for the kids. Oh man, no man. I mean, shoot, may the best man wins. I, I, I feel you, man. You would do the I, same I, thing, Malcolm. No, man. I couldn't kick two kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> If even if I did, I would have felt so terrible after that. I would just gave it to him. I would like, be like, oh, "My bad, guys. I didn't mean to kick you out." This guy a little competitive. It happens. Here you go. I would have gave it to him. Honestly, this is what I thought was going to happen too. Because you know how I said some guy knocked the ball from me. It was like a little older guy knocked the ball from me. I had my little cousin with me. I thought maybe he would just turn around because the ball wasn't meant for him. He literally just picked it up from the ground and he goes, "Hey, I got his DeAndre Swift football." He was a little older guy. I thought, he was honest, I thought he was going to turn around and just give it to my cousin because, you know, he's I, younger. I have an update. I have an update. So, um, Anonymous said that he was just kidding. He didn't kick any kids. Good. Make sure, Good. I'll make sure everybody knows there was no kids harmed um, during this football toss. Okay? There were no kids harmed. Um, Good. He actually picked six an adult. So, an adult had their no, hands I, out. Fair like, game. all right, fair this game. is my ball. And Anonymous came. Ed Reedstyle just jumped in front of the route, took the ball, and got a pick six. Maybe that's how he got his um his signed football. I would have not sent this forty eight hours ago. Fair game, but after experiencing what happened, what I experienced, fair game, fair game. You can do whatever you yeah. want there, but yeah. that I mean, that, it, it is what it is. That crowd does not care. Who whoever gets it gets it. That, that's how they <laughs> they treated it. It's not who it's not who who the guy was looking at and intending the ball towards. No, if they see a ball in the air, everyone's gonna jump at it. And okay, they yeah. know that now. This is this. I know people are like, "Why are we talking about uh, signed footballs?" This is we're talking about. We're talking about Jared Goff, <laughs> and we're trying to see his production. The only thing Tyler saw was him tossing the football to the to the crowd. Now, from what I'm reading, and from everything that I heard, even from my boy Anonymous, he was out there today, man. I wish we could have him up, man. He was out there today. Um, there a, a lot of reports are saying that this is looking like a dink and doink office with offense, a dink and doink offense, which is. I mean, a lot of people say not good. Um, 
from what the the um, coaching staff is saying, and the hey, guys. Jared Goff is playing well. He's given, you know, he's taking what the offense gives, what the defense gives him. So there's 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 two sides of the story. I'm I actually can't wait to see Jared Goff before. I hope he plays. Do you think Jared Goff can play Friday? Um, I don't know about the first game. I would maybe the second there's one versus three. the Steelers. There's only three preseason game. You don't think he's gonna play? I. Maybe I feel like the second game he might play versus the Steelers. The gonna play? If he really plays the Bills play. game, maybe he plays like one, like one rep, and that's it. Got uh, you, got you. I know um, people that the people that are out there today, um, and even you saw the video where he, you know, threw the ball down the middle of T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, they're saying that. that he actually was letting it loose today. A lot of people are saying it, but then there are also people saying that you know he checked it down a lot. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see how this offense is. I, I mean, that's something that I can't wait to see Jared Goff perform with this receiving core. You know, who's going to be that guy that steps up? And that that's I mean that that's the guy to look at is it, it, definitely Jared Goff. My my cousin boosted Jared Goff's ego yesterday. Uh, as we were walking out, we actually saw Jared Goff. He's the only player I saw walking out, and he said, "We're going ten and seven to Jared Goff." And you're going to be our savior. So Jared Goff got a smile out of it. Okay. <laughs> um, Anonymous is in the chat room. He did say that Jared Goff had two deep passes and tight contested coverages, um, but they're dropped. Um, but he put it where only the wide receiver, where only the wide receiver. Okay, so they're they're good place balls. Okay. Yeah. So that that's that's a positive, and I've actually read that as well. That you know he didn't you know let it loose today, and um, but they were dropped by the receivers. So that's that's is that good? Or, I mean. It, can't. It's well, good on Jared Goff's part. It's good on Jared Goff's there. Yeah, but um, these receivers, but they 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 can't be doing this during the game. Cause I'll be cussing. They can't be dropping <sighs> passes like this. So I'll be cussing. I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna be cussing. I don't want to cuss. I, I don't know what to expect out of this offense this year. Cause I, I I don't know if Jared Goff is gonna be you know this you know this guy's gonna be slinging the ball. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of safe passes, relying on the run game, a lot of dink and doink. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a reason why I'm not as high on Jared Goff as others. So I I don't know, man. I, I think he is what he is. I think he's a solid NFL quarterback. I just don't know if he's that guy that's going to elevate this offense. We'll see, man. I think we'll see. I think we could probably because I, I, Jared Goff is young. He's still young. I don't think he hit his yeah. pri- I don't think he hit his prime yet. There's a lot to Jared Goff that I think we 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 have yet to see. That, this would this would be like his prime right now, like this year, next year. Yeah, I mean, we've seen. I mean, I've I've witnessed Jared Goff at a very, very, very high level. You know, when he took that team to, when it, when he went to the Super Bowl, he played at a very, very, very high level. That seemed at his his lowest point. Like last as far year. last year, yeah. I mean, last <laughs> year, I mean, I mean, he got benched in a playoff game for John Wolford. Yeah, and I just I just want to see, man. I want to see how he comes out. I want to see how motivated he is. And I want to see if we can elevate one of these guys, man, because we're known right now to not have that guy. Now, can he elevate one of these guys to be that guy? That's what I, I want to see. I think if it's going to be anyone, I think it's going to be an Amon Rice. Amon Rice. Amon Ross St. Brown, man. Amon Ross St. Brown. That's my <laughs> guy, man. I can't wait, man. I think he's going to be a stud. A I think. Stud. I, f- I feel like from everything we've heard, I feel like they've had the best connection out of any quarterback or receiver that we've seen so far. A stud. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I think he's gonna be a stud, man. Especially, I think he's, especially I think he's if he's giving our number one, especially if he's giving our number one corner some problems, man. He's gonna be. A, I think this guy's gonna be a stud, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's gonna be our number one receiver by the end of the year. You think it'll be number one receiver by the end of the year? 
like as far as getting the most receptions and just being the most reliable guy, I think he'll yeah, be. Yeah, just yeah, I, I definitely think he's gonna be the that guy, and especially in the slot. That's, I think he's gonna be like slot, the safety, he's a lot of targets. He's gonna be the safety blanket for like Jared Goff, I think this year. Him and TJ. But yeah, I think TJ's gonna draw so much attention. I think he's gonna draw so much attention that I think it, the, the, Amon Ron is gonna see a lot of passes. Is Amon Rossi Brown a, a fantasy sleeper this year? I think he is. I told you he's a guy who, if 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 I do play this year, I'm not sure if I am. Um, I'm drafting him late. I see. He's I'm, gonna go. I'm, he's I'm, gonna I'm, go late in drafts. I feel like he is, he's gonna go real late, and I'm, I'm gonna stash him on my bench. And, and he could be a starter at some yeah, point. I'm gonna start stash, stash him on my bench, and then when he has those couple good games, I'm gonna throw him out there. Let's go, Mon Rossi Brown. I I could definitely see this guy like. You know, I feel like if you're maybe in a league with some Lions fans, he'll probably be drafted. But I feel like this is going to be a guy in most leagues that's just going to be um, like on the waiver wire probably. And I don't think he, any of our receivers are going to get drafted. <laughs> I think okay. they're all going to be the waiver wire. Hawkinson will definitely be drafted, like hundred percent. Yeah, Hawkinson's he's going to go early, but I think like yeah. our receivers. Yeah, I mean, like go draft Terrell Williams or I or think Perry? I think you got it. Like when you have the opportunity to take a wide receiver one on someone's team, I think you got to take it. Especially for a team that I know people are obviously not high on the lines this year, and that's a team that could be hypothetically down in a lot of games. That's how you got to think in fantasy football, and they could pass the ball a lot, so you could get garbage time. You know, stats is what they're looking at it at least, right? Uh, we'll see. Because so I, th- I, I think I, I don't know, man. I, I don't see us being down like that. No, I don't either. But I think people will view the lines like that. I think you oh yeah, that- because yeah, people are viewing are viewing us to not win. None, yeah. uh, very little to none to no games this year, and and I feel like people are going to view it as, hey, I can get a wide receiver one who's going to get a bunch of garbage time points right now, and I'll take it. You know, maybe it could be a flex player down the line. I think Terrell Williams will be drafted in a lot of leagues, not as a starter, but a guy who could start for a team potentially at some point. Yeah, yeah possibly, possibly, man. Me personally, I probably wouldn't. I'll, if I was going to draft any receiver from the Detroit Lions, it'd be a Mon Rossi Brown. I would too. be something dirty. I would take. Last pick. I would after, take him after draft my punter, my kicker. I would. I, I. I. would take him pretty late into the draft. I, that's a guy I would stash and and just yeah. see what I could do with him. I. I usually have pretty good luck with stashing those guys. Like last year, I got Ayuk. I stashed him. That worked out. And then Justin Jefferson, I got late, and I stashed him. That worked out really well for me. That's that's good, man. All right, man. Do we have anything else regarding training camp? Jared Goff. Um, I would just say is if you haven't attended training camp yet, I've only attended one this year, but this is an event I've done a bunch in the past. And it's an event if you live in the metro Detroit area and you haven't gone yet, I definitely recommend going to Allen Park. It's free. And go watch these guys, man. It's just a fun experience watching these guys compete. And I definitely recommend go out going out there. I know this pod when we like, you know, release it for people that weren't here live uh, it's gonna be too late at this point but if you also have the opportunity to attend the, the saturday family ford event where they play the little scrimmage game i think that one's the best one of them all i think it's just super fun watching the guys kind of go you know 11 on 11 it's almost like a game vibe it's a lot of fun you know it's a good atmosphere and it's at ford field too so i, I think that's probably my favorite event throughout the whole process of like training camp so if you guys are here live, I definitely recommend if you have the time Saturday morning. I if I if I had the time, I would definitely be out there tomorrow morning. That's what's up. And anonymous said in the chat that he will be there tomorrow with his nephew. He's going to the yes. fa- Family Four event. 
Yeah, he said he's going tomorrow. I saw he, I saw he tweeted at me. He said he's going to the West Michigan Whitecaps game. So this guy's been driving a lot. That's, that's all the way. In, that's all the way in Grand Rapids. So for Malcolm, that, that's like two hours away. Oh, okay. So this hey. guy's going to Ford Field and then going he, to a, a Whitecaps game after. Hey, I mean, he wants to see good football. So let's go, man. If you got the time, man, you know, do it. I recommend <laughs> it. I mean, that uh, yesterday when I went, I, I I took advantage of it too. Not two hours, but I went to Lions training camp. Uh, I ate some chicken and waffles, great food, and then um, I went to uh, the Tigers game after. So I, I kind of had like a full sports day as well. That's what's up, man. Chicken and waffles, man. Malcolm, remember when we had chicken and waffles when, yes, we, when, when, you, when you came to Detroit? What was, what was the restaurant we went to? We went to Punch Bowl. But I, went, I, had oh. a better, I had a better place yesterday. It was called Cuzzo's. It was in it not was in downtown. Better? It was better. It was Oh, man. The, like the chicken was more deep fried, Oof, it was good. I man. guess I guess I know where where we got to go when I come down when I come in town, man. I yeah, I would take you. And they have good Kool Aid there too. They're, they had a, they have a, they have a known Kool Aid over there, and it was really good. Kool Aid. Was it blue? They had blue in it. It was mixed. It was blue, yellow, and purple. Wow. So um, now we're talking about Kool Aid. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> Lions Kool Aid, baby. Delivered drinking it that, already. That may, I mean, shoot, I think that might might be it, man. What what time are we at right now? Uh, hour or some, I think. A little yeah, hour or two. We, we hour are three. at an hour. Yeah, we're we at an hour, Tyler. Perfect. Okay. Well, hope you guys all enjoyed. And if you guys weren't here live with us, definitely come back next week because next week is the first Lions preseason game on next on Friday, Friday night. And like Marco mm-hmm. said, we're going to go live before and after the game. Mm-hmm. So we're excited because that's going to be the first – action of football we've seen in a while like mm-hmm. the lions team versus another team wow can't wait ford field man that's i might attend that game but no we have, oh, to, do the pod. We have to do the pod no, i'm not gonna attend that game i'll tend no, to thought i mean it's, it's, it's all good man i, I know um <laughs> for the for the 49ers game i'm gonna have to do these pods i'm gonna have to record both of them solo so i'm gonna be here by myself gotta know both of y'all going to that game yeah, so, pre pre pregame definitely not. We're not going to make that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and kudos to you guys. Man, that's a game I was supposed to be going to, but I have a wedding to attend. Um, but yeah, like Tyler said, man, Friday. I'm excited. We're not going to be here Monday, but we're going to be here Friday. We're going to talk about what went on during the week. We're going to talk about that preseason game. Who to look at? Who to look for? Who's playing? Hopefully, we have the news on who's going to be starting as quarterback. And um, we're gonna we're gonna rock it out, man. And then we're gonna talk about the game immediately after. So we'll give our our reactions. Yep. Um, some you know, who played well, who stands out, who struggled. To buy. Um, oh. <laughs> no, you don't have to say that. That. that that that's messed up. Uh, my bad. Um, but yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about some guys who struggled. And yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Definitely tune in. And yeah, man, can't wait to see you guys. Okay, guys. If you guys are rewatching this on, or for listening, I should say this on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. It's always much appreciated. Sure. And with that, we're out, guys. Peace. We'll see you on Friday. All right, y'all. This is your boy Malcolm. I'm out. See y'all Friday. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.